going on? Nothing much. Prom's right. done. Graduation's next. Aha. Aha. How was that? How was the day? How was the day? Oh, it was stressful. <laughs> I bet it was. I bet it was. Stressful, you know, dealing with um teenagers and senior stuff and you Just know good. getting it all done. Of it course. Was... Uh oh. Sean, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Huh. I'm glad I don't have that problem. At least not yet, thank God. It's coming. Ah, uh, I don't want it to come. Can it not? <laughs> can it not come? Well, well, the good thing is Elijah is very, very super laid back. He does not care about anything. He's just like, I don't care. Son, what do you want to have your open house? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> uh, do you? What, what do you want to do for prom? I just want to go to prom. That's it. I don't care. Okay. Yes, makes my life easy. Thanks, son. Appreciate it. Now, my daughters, on the other hand. They're already talking about prom. (laughs) What? You're 12 and 9. Pump your brakes. Pump your brakes just a little bit. Get a job first and then we'll talk. We'll talk. All right. So we'll go ahead and get this going. Um, I didn't have a particular particular list because I've remixed this list like five times in the past few months. But we'll we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, We'll talk about what's been going on. But... Um, yeah, it's been a while. Episode 59, y'all. Y'all have no idea podcast. Big Sky here. I'm Sean. <laughs> well, it's been... God, I'm not even going to talk about the last time we recorded. It has been a very, very long time. Um, but we're, we're here. We, we made it. We made it. A lot has happened in between the last time we have recorded. We've had unfortunate deaths. We've had um, stuff going on in the Middle East. We've had comebacks. We've had, of course, versus battles. Uh, we've had some of everything, but we're gonna we're gonna start here. Sean, have you been following this Kwame Brown situation? Sean, can you hear me? <laughs> it's all good it's all good it's all good all right so like i was like i was saying um first of all shout out to january how has she been i, I haven't talked about january and kobe in a minute how the, how everybody the going are? crazy <laughs> of course they are of course they are of course uh okay so um have you been keeping up with this kwame brown stuff Yes and no. I mean, I just found out like about it yesterday when Charlamagne gave himself donkey of the day. And I'm like, what did he do? Then I had to go Google what he did. And then I was like, Ugh. oh, boy, let, let me I'll give a breakdown because <laughs> I've been following this since the beginning of all this nonsense. OK, so let me be the one to kind of explain. So for those who don't know who Kwame Brown is, former NBA player, he was the number one draft pick. Golly, when was that? Was that 2001? I believe so. I think that was 2001. He was drafted by the Washington Wizards. That is when that was when Jordan was there, and we all know, you know, Jordan can't he can't manage anything. He's he's terrible. For for Michael Jordan to be as great as he was as a basketball player, him as a GM and as an executive, <laughs> God, he's terrible. He is the worst. everything game for everybody. Absolutely. 
So Kwame Brown for a long time uh, was the punchline of being a bust or mediocrity. Stephen A. Smith kind of led that charge. Um, all you got, I mean, just go to YouTube and just type in Stephen A. Smith, Kwame Brown. You'll see exactly what we're talking about here. But actually, Kwame Brown actually played 12 years in the NBA. Um, I know he played for the, the Wizards, the Lakers. The I think he played for the Knicks at one point, played for the uh, when the Charlotte was the Bobcats. And it's funny because I'm going to talk about Steven Jackson in a minute, so give me a sec on that. So he was considered to be a bust, but he actually had a lengthy NBA career. So fast forward 20 years, 20 years. Steven, uh, Steven uh, Jackson and Matt Barnes has the podcast Up and Smoke. By the way, it's such a great podcast. That's the only sports podcast I listen to uh, other than that and the wrestling podcast that I listen to. All, all the Smoke is actually a really good podcast. They have all kinds of guests on there. It's actually really good. So it was an episode with Jeannie Buss on there. She is the, you know, the owner of the Los Angeles Lakers, and they mentioned mm-hmm. some trades and stuff, and Kwame Brown's name got mentioned, and Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes kind of was cracking little little jokes like on the side, right? And so Kwame Brown, who to be honest with you, he he has he had a U he has a YouTube page. Well, I'll get to the numbers in a minute. Really didn't say too much or nothing, you know, for a long time, all the way until his name was mentioned. Now, the initial video that he made pretty much flaming Matt Barnes and Steven <laughs> Jackson was freaking hilarious. He called this man Matt Barnes, Becky with the good hair, and I was in <laughs> tears. It was, when you talk about funny, funny, and Kwame Brown is from Charleston, South Carolina, so he has a very deep country accent. I've never heard Kwame Brown speak. This man has the deepest country accent I probably have ever heard out of a black man in my life. And it is, to this day, that video, funny as all hell. So he, he, he put a bullet in Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson, right? So, of course, this made the rounds. They've had a back and forth ever since then. Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson and Kwame Brown, they've had this back and forth. And Kwame has just been flaming these dudes. Here's where it gets dicey. First, it was Jamel Hill who caught a bullet because she got, she got on Twitter and she said Kwame Brown chose violence. Kwame Brown was none too happy about that. Flame Jamel Hill. Him and Jamel Hill had a back and forth. Now, that one was a little misunderstanding because I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I, I understood the reference as soon as she said it. So there's that one. Here's where Charlemagne comes into play. Mm. Now, I don't know if you've seen the video where Charlemagne was trying to, quote unquote, defend. It's Kwame funny Brown. because I watched it, but I must have not been paying attention because I didn't catch none of it. Okay. Obviously. So Charlemagne was trying to defend Kwame Brown. And again, it, it was it was big news, big, big, big news. And because Kwame Brown and Charlemagne is from around the same area. It went from Charlemagne saying to leave Kwame Brown alone to Charlemagne started airing Kwame Brown's family laundry mm. all on the radio. And oh, <laughs> what he was doing. 
Oof. When I heard the charges of these people, I was like, oh my God, all of this is from one family? Yeah. Like, I see why Charlemagne was saying y'all need to leave that man alone, but then I also see why everybody was upset about it. Yeah. Which, I, so I'm sitting here watching the video of, of Charlemagne trying to trying to defend uh, Kwame Brown, and he's he keeps going. Man. And going and go and I'm sitting here like this is not about to end well. This is really not about to end well. Mentioning that man's dad, mentioning that man's brother, and all of the crimes and stuff. I'm just like, Charlamagne, shut up. This is not gonna end well for you. The way Kwame Brown has been cooking people, I'm gonna need you to stop because his motto was "Mama's cooking," and 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 is it's just been it was it was it was bad. So so the end of the video happens and. I'm reading the comments and I'm just like, oh, this is about to be bad. Because Kwame Brown has been going live on his YouTube and his Instagram almost every single day. <sighs> Kwame Brown went live and pretty much brought back up those rape allegations mm-hmm. with Jessica Reed and Charlemagne all the way back in 2001. And oh boy. Oh boy. Has it been pretty ever since? To the point where if you read like after that video, like after Kwame's Brown response came out, Sean, you should have seen the Instagram comments, the YouTube comments. It got to the point where people's YouTube comments on the Breakfast Club page was getting deleted. Instagram post on the Breakfast Club page was getting deleted because people was bringing up this rape case left and right, which I'm going to get to the digital dickheads in a little while, but I'll, I'll talk about that later. So then yesterday comes. Now, remember, Kwame Brown's been flaming Charlamagne all weekend, all weekend about the, about Jessica Reed and the rape case, calling him Charlamagne the rapist. Allegedly, Charlamagne sent the cease and desist letter, which made the matter even worse. Yeah. Because it's almost like an admission of guilt. Like, dog, if you didn't do it, just say you didn't do it. Like, I mean, we'll, I, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But so then yesterday comes. And I got to thinking, God, I really hope Charlamagne addresses this. <laughs> I really do. So and he, and he addressed it. He apologized. Which, if you've been listening to The Breakfast Club for the 10 plus years, that you've been listening. I could, I could count on one hand how many times Charlamagne gave himself donkey of the day. The last time he gave himself donkey of the day was because of 20, what happened in 2018. Sean, you remember what happened when that whole stuff resurfaced with the, mm-hmm. with the rape charge. So Kwame Brown gets on his live after Charlamagne apologizes. And he said, I don't accept your apology. And here's why. See, this is news to me. I didn't hear this part. Oh, yeah. It is to the point now where every single time Charlemagne does anything now, they're calling him a rapist at every single turn. And I'm just like, dang, homie. I guess he thought that he was in the clear because Joe Budden has been losing, and we'll talk about that buffoon in a minute. Mm. But Sean, what do you think about all of this mess? This is this is. This, this I is, believe this is why people should mind their own business. 
Yep. Point blank period. If you mind your own business, then you ain't got to worry about saying too much and then putting yourself in a crossfire or somebody else's crossfire. Yeah. Especially the dirt that Charlemagne has on his name. And then, you know, Kevin Hunter, he couldn't wait. Oh, God. (laughs) Of course he couldn't. Of course he could. He's Kevin Hunter. He's whatever. I don't even want to talk about that man. I don't know that man. But anyway, this is what's been going on. Now, the reason why I mentioned the digital dickheads, and I didn't want to bring this up. And first and foremost, shout out to Kwame Brown. Um, he, he so the numbers. I, I mentioned the numbers. So before all of this started happening, I checked his YouTube numbers because I, I can I can check you know numbers or whatever. He didn't have that many subscribers. He had maybe shoot twenty thousand, if that. Mm-hmm. Before we recorded, Sean, this man now, and this is all in a week, two hundred and twenty-four thousand subscribers. That's because people don't got nothing else to do, and they love drama. Thank, thank you. And this is where I was going with the digital dickheads. Listen here, y'all. I understand that. And this this may not sound I'm, this may not sound this may sound in the defense in the way of, of some people, but let me just get this out here. First and foremost, again, shout out to Kwame Brown for coming out and defending himself. He has every right to defend himself. Um, I don't consider what that man did in his NBA career a bust, considering the fact that you've had a whole bunch of NBA players that has came into the league and they couldn't last more than two or three seasons. This man had a twelve year career. Yeah. Made, made 90 to 100 million dollars in his career. I don't consider that a bust, do you? I mean, <clears throat> if so, I'll be a bust if you're going to give me 90 million dollars. Thank you. Thank you. So I don't consider that man to be a bust. He was able to take care of his family. I don't consider that a bust at all. But what I have kind of an issue with, and again, this is not towards Kwame Brown. This is not towards anybody. This is the, 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 the digital dickheads, okay? Look, why are you subscribed to Kwame Brown's page? Are you subscribed to his page because you really feel what Kwame Brown is saying? No. Thank you. <laughs> they don't care. No, they don't. Because and as soon as this is over, they go on and subscribe. Thank you. Because you're subscribing to the drama surrounding yeah. Kwame Brown, mm-hmm. not Kwame Brown himself. If you like Duke, fine. And I have no problem with him at all. But... Just two weeks ago, niggas was real complimentary about Charlamagne getting that honorary degree from the University of South Carolina. Nobody was bringing up his rape stuff with Jessica Reed. I mean, nobody. I mean, you had a few little trolls here and there, but for the most part, everybody was super congratulatory. And then I seen people say, well, oh, I didn't know about the rape case. I- I'm sorry. You didn't? Everybody knew about that. Come on. Like, are y'all that far under a rock? No. This man had a whole campaign where they were petitioning for him to be removed from the Breakfast Club just three years ago. Remember that HBO show that he was supposed to have? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The HBO show that he no longer has because of what transpired. Now, we don't know if that was the reason why he lost, but come on. No one, no one is that stupid, okay? We all know why he doesn't have that HBO show anymore. It's because of that Jessica Reed case. 
And also, did, did y'all really care that much about Jessica Reed? No. Just two weeks ago? Still don't. No. No. Y'all, y'all don't care. Y'all didn't care then. Y'all don't care now. All y'all care about is when Kwame Brown gets on his live, who is he going to flame today? That's why you're subscribed. Again, shout out to him. I, I love him. He cool. Like I like dude, but I don't like the I don't like the D ride. I don't like the hypocrisy. The oh, we gotta we gotta get rid of the Breakfast Club because they're always tearing down people. And I hate the I hate self righteous people on the internet. As if as if no one gossips, no one talks about other people to other people. Everybody on the internet is self-righteous. Everybody. Everybody is flawless. Everybody's perfect. It's, 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 it's that I don't like about all of this. You know what I'm saying? I just, want black, I just want black people to win, succeed. We have enough nonsense that we've dealing with. We've already at the one-year anniversary on the, of the unfortunate death of George Floyd. Like, I mean, I ain't got time to be seeing a bunch of black people just want other black people to just lose just because you don't like them. Like, it's the, it's the fake woke outrage for me. I can't stand it. I hate it. I hate it so much. But we'll see what happens a month from now. Like my man Kendra Lamar said, uh, when she hit the fan, is you still a fan? We'll see how long y'all want to rock with Kwame Brown in a month. We'll see. I went, man, I'll give y'all two weeks. Two weeks. See how long this lasts. It ain't gonna take that long. It's all like. It's all like. All right, moving along. Uh, you are you watched the skate versus SWV, right? Of course. How'd you feel about it? Um, I went into it thinking that Escape was gonna. I mean, that SWV was gonna win. Um. I left it thinking that Escape barely won, but it was more so about the performances than it was the hits. Yeah, agree 100%. I said SWV was going to wash Escape. Man. (laughs) I said they was going to wash them because I'm going to be honest with you. So I never was a big Escape fan like that. I listened to him because my aunt, one of my aunts, she used to uh, live with me and my mom and my my little cousin. She was a huge Escape fan. Me, not so much. I was more of an SWV, In Vogue. Those were my two favorite uh, girl groups in the '90s. TLC, yeah, but but I was mainly SWV and 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 In Vogue. Those were my two favorites. And SWV just has so many bangers. So I'm going into this like. Man, ain't no way in the hell y'all really thinking Escape about to come out of this as a winner. Till the night came. First and foremost, I am a DJ. Who the hell is DJ A1? Let me tell you. Okay? <laughs> SWV won that. All right? Because first of all, they brought out Spin and Star yes. Pepper. They on my list. Because I don't appreciate how they treat me. So I was like, thank you, Spin, is getting the bag. I appreciate her being out there. But DJ, he was annoying. He was loud. He, the song selection, he was cutting them off at the wrong time. He was loud. 
<laughs> I was like, no, like I and y'all, because it's it's Candy's friend, so you know it's a little nepotism. I'm gonna put my home, but but girl, <laughs> no. I'm that still waiting. For, I'm still waiting for the spice Adam spoof. Oh I, 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 listen, I was. I, everybody was asking for it. Everybody was hitting spice uh, spice Adams up like, please spoof this, please. I was waiting for it. If doing too much was a human being, <sighs> good God Almighty, I'm just like, dude. And then you can just tell Spinderella was annoyed as all hell with DJ A1. She was trying her best to hide it, but nah. <laughs> like nah um yeah so so that was that was something <laughs> the battle itself so uh i have the rounds pulled up but i don't think we're gonna go through all of them um it's so and then every time we do <laughs> i know right <laughs> i know right um see it's kind of, it's tough to judge because Okay, you know what? Let me just go through it. Talk. I, I wasn't going to do it, but I got it pulled up anyway, so I might as well just go ahead and talk on it. Okay, fine. Okay, round one. Escapes is my love in vain. I just want to probably stop right there because I already know who won this round. Uh, <laughs> Escapes is my living in vain versus Coco and Faith and Fantasia and Little Boy. I forgot about the endowment song. I totally forgot about that. But um, that was round one. I picked Escape. Yeah, because they kill is my living in vain. Uh, we know that's from the Clarkses. They kill that every single time. So I, I got I gave that round to 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 escape round two. Feel so good versus can we? I gave that to SWV. I mean, can we is legendary to 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 this day. I had the how uh, no, it was the booty call soundtrack. Oh, such a great song and feel so good is a great song. But man, come on, man, can we? Yeah, give it to SWV. Yeah, can we? That that wins round three. Uh, old school for, uh, featuring Escape and Key Sweat. Am I dreaming versus SWV all night long? I get it to Escape. Ah, I did too. Am I dreaming is a great record. Old classic remake. What the hell happened to old school? We will never know. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I gave that to Escape too. Round four, uh, Escape. What's up versus SWV's When You Cry? I gave that to SWV. Cause I have that really, I still have that um, release some tension album, and that's a great song. So I get that to SWV. Um, I agree. Uh, round five. Uh, this is the one. This is the one. Round five and round six both. Escapes, the arms of the one who loves you versus SWV's downtown. I ain't gonna lie. I kind of struggle with this one. I ultimately gave this to SWV though, even though the arms of the one who loves you is off. Fire record, but downtown is downtown for all yeah. the reasons I won't go over. But downtown wins. Round six is another one. Keep on keeping on. MC Light Escape versus SWVs and Puff Daddy. Someone I gave that to Escape. I gave that one to Escape too because I still I still listen to uh, Keep On Keeping On. I don't Man. listen to it. I, I, I still listen to that record, so I don't listen to someone. I didn't listen to someone then. I don't really listen to it now, but Keep On Keeping On, dope record. I gave that to Escape. Round seven. Um, Escape's Work Me Slow versus SWV's Everything. I love. I tied that one only because I, I, I know the songs, but 
I didn't listen to either song like that, so I just tied that one out. Um, I don't know how you feel about that one. Um, Work Me Slow, everything I love. I don't think I knew either one of them songs. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I just tied that one out. Um, Round 8 is another big one. Uh, Escape's Just Kicking in Versus, SWV's You're the One, All-Star Remix. Um, Now, do you remember remember the remix? I I never liked the remix. The remix is with... No. Yeah, the, re- the remix is with Jay, Lost Boys, and somebody else. And they played the remix. And I was not happy that they played the remix because no. I don't like the remix. Um, so I gave that to an Escape only mm-hmm. because they played the remix. And so I thought they lost. Um, <laughs> I'm glad they touched on Biggie's uh, Escape disc on the Just Playing joint. That was always funny to me. Chico, round nine. Destiny's Child Bills, Bills, Bills versus SWVs right here. You know I gave this to SWV, right? Yeah. And that was another thing that's that I was like, Escape and these uh Candy Wrote or Candy Deuce or like and then SWV just playing all they records. Yeah. Yeah. I knew I had a feeling Candy was gonna do that. And and don't get me wrong, Candy songwriting. Is is amazing. Like some of the joints that if you go back and really like Google some of the songs that Candy Burns wrote, you will be like, damn, she wrote that for real. Like for instance, one of my favorite songs she ever wrote is Pink's There You Go. That is one of my mm-hmm. favorite songs. That oh, that song is so dope. But I'm not giving that to her. Sorry. I know that's kind of no. you know, but no, I'm not giving that to her. So and but by the way, against right here, no. And, and Even if is, it was Destiny's Child playing right here against SWV, they'd still lose. They still lose. They're losing that one. I, and see, this is the round. I didn't like this because I didn't like the. And I know that you know Versus is owned by uh, by uh, a Thriller now, but the fact that they did what it was it the fan the fan uh, fan vote. I was like, are you kidding me? Really? I thought that was lame. I didn't. I didn't like that. It kind of took away from the element of. Of you know, but I was to I was uh that day old when I found out that Pharrell was singing on that right here. I'm like what? Really? I don't I'm know if you knew that out right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Is. The more you know. You learn. Yeah, that's right. round ten. This one round ten tonight versus SWV. If you... <sighs> come on, listen. Oh, man. Presentation, okay? They they were dressed oh, as a collective, and they practiced like SWV. I mean, Escape knew what versus was. It's like. Even though they old, they more in tune with media. So they knew yeah. how big versus is. They knew what they needed to look like. They knew what they needed to do. They came like to make it like a real for real concert. Like they they yeah. had probably rehearsals and yeah, they were playing with SWV. Playing with them. And I know it came out. Uh, I guess Coco had a, was a witness somebody getting shot or something either that day or what mm-hmm. happened. I think that's the reason why she wasn't in. 
What's going on? But that round. See, this is tough because I love SW. Only new, but God, that's a night record. I think if you only knew, I believe it's a night. It's tape songs. Round 11. I'm so into you versus Escape My Little Secret. Of course, I gave up to SW. Escape that. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Round 12. Uh, SW versus Escape Softest Place on Nerve. I think everybody. Um, I ain't no man like that, but Place on Nerve. That was everybody. I get it. To escape. Uh, Round 13. This was a blowout. SWV's Use Your Heart versus uh, UN. <laughs> Use Your Heart by a couple of light years. That is... <laughs> I'm mad you and that got played. Well, yeah. It just it didn't fit. It didn't fit. Mm-mm. It's uh, Use Your Heart. That's one of SWV's best records. <laughs> Next. Let me let me reiterate this one more time for the for the people that can't hear us in the back. Y'all, I'm gonna say this very slow. Y'all don't want no smoke with Mariah Carey. The end. <laughs> if, I don't know why I have to keep explaining this to people. No one, no. And then I'm looking at this billboard thing, and they had the, and they gave it to Escape. Well, duh. It's one of Mariah Carey's biggest <laughs> records. Y'all don't want that smoke. Just, just leave, leave Mariah alone, please. I mean, the only Titan she could go against will probably be Mary. You don't think Janet? You don't think Janet? I think I think Janet for us, but for the young people, I don't know if they know Janet like we know Janet, or like our parents know Janet. See, that's gonna be. See, that's the. I've been going back and forth with Mary or Janet versus Mariah, and then like Tony. I think maybe Tony and Janet might be kind of good. Yeah, I was thinking more. I was thinking more. Um, I was thinking more Mariah. I mean, uh, Mary and Tony versus um, Tony and Janet. I, if, to- if Tony goes against Janet, I think she'll get blew out. I ain't gonna lie. I, and, I lo- and I love Tony Braxton. Don't get me wrong. I feel like if she goes against Janet, she'll get killed. But if she goes against Mary, because I think Mary's old stuff holds more weight than her newer stuff. Yeah, for sure. And her- and Definitely. Tony, her and Tony is around that same era. So I think that battle's more intriguing. I think Janet just got so much firepower. I mean, because she started playing like Control, What Have You Done For Me Lately, Escapade, mm-hmm. uh, oh man, Rhythm Nation, <clears throat> uh, All For You. Like, she got a lot of heavy hitters. I don't think Tony gonna be able to withstand. I mean, Unbreak My Heart, yes. Seven Days, Love Didn't Bring You Home Last Night. Like those records hold weight, but man, Janet, 
I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I want to see. I don't want to see Tony get killed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love Tony Braxton. I don't want to see her die in the ring like that. But if it was Janet and Mariah, that may be intriguing. Now, now I'm gonna tread lightly here. I'm picking Mariah in that battle. And I know a lot of people will be very unhappy with me saying that. But if y'all only if y'all yeah, only I lived, think I'm gonna have to go with Mariah too. If y'all only lived, if y'all just lived in that era to know how much of a titan. I know we wouldn't spoil, I know we ventured off, but I just have to say this. Yeah, if y'all only lived in that era in the 90s like we did, y'all would know Mariah. See. I hate people that have revisionist history. I only wish y'all knew because Mariah was up there against Whitney, Tony, Janet, and Mary. And and Sade and Anita Baker just was still coming off of their stuff that they were doing in the 80s. So Mariah had a lot to, she had a lot of competition. A lot. And all of them was successful. But Mariah Carey was the most successful out of the bunch. I I remember the world premiere to Honey, and y'all can y'all can hate that record all y'all want to, but that was a big deal. That Butterfly album is amazing, by the way. <laughs> my, my my mama wore that album out. She wore Daydream out. She wore all the Mariah Carey albums. My mama has every single Mariah Carey album known to man. My mom is seventy three. Well, she's seventy four now. And Mariah Carey was her favorite singer for a long time. And so I grew up on that. And man, trust me, Mariah Carey was an event. I mean, her Unplugged is still, I think her Unplugged is still the most watched Unplugged of all time. Like, my man, Mariah Carey was getting busy. And I, I wish y'all had, I wish y'all lived it to know what it was like in that, in that decade of the 90s. Man, listen, Mariah, Mariah got that, bro. I'm sorry. Mariah got that. Uh, but yeah, again, round fourteen. Uh, that was that was Mariah Carey. Round fifteen. Um, uh, SWVs are always on my mind. <laughs> I had to laugh at this. SWVs are always on my mind versus Trick Daddy and Latasha Scott's Thug <laughs> Holiday. Really? <laughs> I think we all know who won this round. <laughs> Do we? <laughs> Really? <laughs> Maybe they don't know. Maybe they don't know. Uh, that was easily SWV. Uh, round 16, um, Coco Sunshine versus Escapes Can't Hang. I, I gave that to uh, Coco. Because Sunshine is still my song, so I got to go with that one. Kang was a good song, too, but I like the Sunshine record. Um, I don't know how you feel about that one. Um <sighs> Round seven. I don't think I I scored that one because I don't really remember either of those songs. That, no, I think I gave that one to Escape. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I did. Okay. Yeah, I gave that one as the uh, gave that that SWV round seventeen SWVs uh, MCE versus Man Crush Every Day versus Escapes. Do you want to? I gave that to Escape. I never yeah. even heard that SWV song, so I didn't I, I didn't recognize it. So round eighteen. <laughs> here here it is. Here's the one. SWV's Rain versus TLC's No Scrubs. That's easy. Yeah, so SWV. Easily SWV. 
No Scrubs is a great record, but come on, Rain, no. Rain, not even close. No, not even close. And the it, fact that you that late in the game and you paying other people's songs, whether you wrote it or not, like this is supposed to be y'all songs. Y'all supposed to be ending the night with y'all biggest hit. Thank you. Yeah, No Scrubs had no place at that part. I get that to it wasn't even close. <laughs> and No Scrubs is a great record, but. That that wasn't that I didn't like that I I didn't like that eh, eh, SWV round nineteen this was a tough one uh, uh, SWV Wu Tang's anything versus escapes who can I run to anything is a great record it still it gets play, I don't know for some weird weird reason it gets played heavy down here I didn't know people in the south even like Wu Tang like that who can I run to Okay, okay. I gave that to Escape too. Okay, I I lied. I said tonight is my favorite Escape say, uh, song. Nah, I lied. It's who can I run to? Who can I run to? Got many of people signed <laughs> to a label. It's just such a great record. It's such a great record. So much of a great record that I'm going to say something about this last round. So the last round was... Uh, SWV's weak versus escapes understanding. I gave this to SWV because I felt like they should have switched. Understand it shouldn't have been the last song. I like understanding, but it's not a better record than Who Can I Run To. Now, if Who Can I Run To went against weak, I don't know what I would have picked, honestly. Because Who Can I Run To is just such a dope record. I I, understanding, I don't know if I would have ended with that. Hell, they could have put tonight last. I agree. I agree. I, I was confused because I, I, I knew Understanding was coming, but I was just like, uh, first of all, Week is slaughtering that. <laughs> Week is slaughtering Understanding. Number one. Can, can we have an honesty moment here? Let's be honest. And say Candy Birds can't sing. Oh, facts. Facts of life. Facts. Like, that is just not her ministry. It's too nasally. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't it's do too that. nasally. Like it's just, it's just all up in there. It's full, uh, full of congestion. Uh, in in need of mucinex. And she always <laughs> in the front, like girl. It's not giving what you think it's giving. It's it's not. And and I love candy, and she love candy to death. Man, she can make a dollar now or three. One, one amazing of the, at that, but yeah, she's a true true hustler, true yeah, hustler indeed. She's a true hustler. Uh, if if anything, Candy Birds is gonna <clears throat> show you how to get and keep a check or two or five. Facts of life. Oh, I agree. Uh, agree one. Mm. I agree. Agree one hundred percent. I'm gonna say her next to Mary and just say, you know, don't do it. Okay, let's let's not let's not be disrespectful here. Mary Mary is killing Candy Birds vocally. Don't do that. <laughs> but neither one of thing so I mean it, the, the best of the worst is that, is that <laughs> I mean uh, okay fine but no Candy Birds okay look listen listen look at this in that group she's fourth wheel vocally yeah and always the, the lead singer and I just so confused like <laughs> why is she in the front that's like having Farrah 
Destiny's Child. It's like, girl, what is you doing? Okay, okay. I'm going to say something, and people may not like me for this. You know who else I never liked vocally, but they was always the lead singer? Freaking Slim from 112. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I love 112, right? I love 112. I've always hated Slim as a lead. Always. <laughs> I always felt like Q's, uh, Q by, uh, uh, and Duran was always, especially Duran. Oh my God. Can we please, please because not have Slim the, the Lee? The stink sound. Is that why? Is it because it's like something that stands out more because it's, it's different? It's gotta be. I wonder because. Mm. It's gotta be. Same thing with T Boz. Why was T Boz the lead? Why? Cause she was raspy as all. Cause she T Boz has a, a, a deeper voice than me. Like, is that why she was the lead? Fam, no, 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 no. Not no. what you know is who you know. Sometimes I guess. I guess so. Where Mary J. Blige, baby. No, just okay. queen of hip hop soul, but Legend. can't keep a hold a tune. Or however it go to save her, it's just so bad. It's he, just, oh, it's not good. You go, you go quit. You go quit disrespecting the queen like this. I don't appreciate it. You gonna quit this? When we ready to be honest as a black community, okay? <laughs> I'm here when everybody is ready to stop lying. I ain't saying her songs ain't hits because that would be a lie. Yeah. Amazing, amazing, amazing record. But she can't sing them. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. We've, we've had this discussion years ago, Sean. And I ain't y- gonna change. Y'all, y'all go back. Billie Jean and... is a crappy song. We're we not gonna go there. We're we not gonna go there. Because I love Billie Jean. We're we not gonna do that today. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm holding back for a reason. Because it's a lot of songs that people love that I hated. Like, for instance, When Doves Cry. I said that before. Prince is a top three favorite artist of mine, but I never like When Doves Cry. Not once. Not now. Not ever. So <laughs> it's weird because some people hate Purple Rain. Fine. When Doves Cry. The movie Cry, or just, the song? No, the song. Not the oh, hell no. Oh. I, I'll kill somebody and see you talking about you hate Purple Rain in the movie. <laughs> oh, that's, that's death. I take a old school. You get stolen for stuff like that. I wish somebody would come to me talking about they didn't like Purple Rain the movie. Oh, you're going to die today. Okay? You're going to die today. But anyway, no. When Doves Cry, never liked the song. But I can, I see some people say they didn't like Purple Rain the song. And I'm like, okay. Okay. But When Doves Cry never got a spin like that. I just never liked it. It, it just sounded so generic to me. Like that's just well, Billie Jean is a bop. I never said Billie Jean was a bop. I just said Billie Jean's not a bad song. Terrible. Dreadful. Awful. Stop it. It's not dreadful. Don't do Mike like that. Throw it in the ocean with Mary's voice. <laughs> don't, do my, don't do Mike like that. Don't do Mike like that. It is, I, I told y'all, I have only one song in Michael Jackson's entire catalog that I completely will never... I didn't like it then, and I would never play it. I, didn't, I hated it then, and that is You Are Not Alone. I cannot stomach that song. Ain't hated that song it. about a child? Now it is. We, we, you know we all found out. <laughs> we all found out. That's the song R. Kelly wrote, right? Yes, yes. Oh, no. Yes. But I never liked the song, even mm-hmm. back, back in the well, day. Weren't you ahead of the curve on that one? Oh, I, I never, <laughs> ever 
I when I first heard, I said, "This this sucks. What is this? What is this crap, Mike?" That haircut he had in that video was terrible too. Oh the oh the swoop, man. The, what the, Lisa? Uh, what's that? Lisa Marie? Is that her name? Yeah, Lisa Marie Presley. Yeah, was she in that video? Yes, she was. Yes, she was. Terrible. Bad, bad, bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, just all around, just garbage. I, I, I was so mad at Michael Jackson, but I'm like, you, you allowed this to be released, and people love the record. I'm like, why? It sucks. Get this off of my radio and off of my television, please. Ew. That's the only Michael Jackson song I was like, hell no. <laughs> and, and Michael Jackson is my all-time favorite artist, but no. <laughs> that is the one for me. And I have a whole lot of other songs that I never liked. I, matter of fact, let's break into this segment. Let's break into it. Let's talk about really popular songs that you just never liked. I don't know about really popular, but I hate Aaliyah's, uh, what's it, More Than a Woman? or Oh, okay. I hate that song. Okay, let's stick with Aaliyah. If your girl only knew, turn it off. Yeah, it's not N- no. <laughs> AJ, nothing but a number is a good song, but it's creepy. Uh, yeah. In, in, 20, <laughs> in, 20, in 2021 hindsight, it's a terrible <laughs> reference. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I don't think this is a good idea. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a terrible idea, actually. I'm going to name a few more. Boys to Men is my all-time favorite group. But there's two boys to men songs that I hate. I'll make love to you, hate it. Cause it's whiny. It's whiny. It's a whiny <laughs> song to me. If you're trying to make love to somebody, you don't want to hear somebody whine about it. <laughs> it's a whiny song. I just it, nah. And and then now, I don't I didn't hate it then, but I hate it now because it got played to freaking hell. But end of the road, I can go my whole life without hearing that song ever. Yeah. And and Boys to Men, favorite group of all time. But no. Those two miss me with those. Okay. Uh Trey Songs, uh, I Need a Girl. Or <laughs> is that what it's called? Yes. I, the first time I heard that song, I was like, this is not good. And then they just wanted to play it all the time. I hate that song so very much okay okay I understand it's not the greatest song in the world but it's tolerable but Uh I can understand I I can understand Mm -mm. okay Joe's All the Things every single time that song comes on the radio me and my wife is in the car I'm like turn it now turn it she's like I love this song turn it I've never liked that song not once, not ever. Joe's all the things. Don't play that record around me because it will get skipped immediately. Get it off my screen. Sorry. And I, I got a lot of flack for that years ago. I put that on Facebook years ago, and everybody was like, "You're bugging." I'm like it's just it's an it's an annoying song. It's really annoying. I love Joe, but it's well, like, Angel I'm not- from uh, Here's the Thing podcast. She don't like Shy's. Uh, if I ever fall in love. Blasphemy. I was like, girl. <laughs> oh, that's blasphemy. You might you get your it. whole black car revoked for some foolishness like that. What? She said she hates that song. I was wow. like, I don't, that, I, I don't know. I'm confused. That's a classic. 
acapella. Oh, come on. What? What? All right, bro. Moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, what's it? What's another song that other people like? Oh, uh, I can I can name this song not because it's not a great record, but if I ever hear this song again, just uh, I'm leaving the party. And that's Montel Jordan. This is how we do it. Can we? Can we just retire? <laughs> can we retire that song? When they see when they put it on that commercial, I was like, dang man, this man life's work, and they got him on this text commercial. Like this is bold. Yeah. Never liked that song. And there's another Montel Jordan song that I, I hate. I never liked this song since day one. And I know some people are probably going to listen to this and be like, Sky, here you go. And that is Montel Jordan's What's On Tonight. Uh, I, why did I know you was about to say that? I am I'm appalled. I love that song. Hate it. Hate it. Hate the record. Video. I Do can't not. watch the video for that or for Aaron Hall. I miss you. But I love the song. Uh, ugh. What's on tonight? Never Amazing. got played. Never got played in the house. Amazing song. No. <laughs> nope. Don't like it. Never Ooh. have. Never will. Just no. <laughs> Just no. You're turn it off. Me, oh, whatever. Turn it off. Like Teddy Pendergrass said, turn it off. <laughs> Do not like that song. And I'm trying to think if there's any more songs that, that I just despise that, that people might like. I can't really think of none off the top of my head. It's songs that annoy me half to death due to it being overplayed, but I'm trying to think. Is there any more? I can't think offhand. Yeah, I can't think of any either. It, it, it'll probably come to me when the podcast is over, so anyway, whatever. <clears throat> All right, so again, so many things have happened in between us being away. Um, this is going to go into a very... Um, not so good part of the podcast if you are a fan of DMX like I was <clears throat> we lost DMX on April 9, 2021 um, I hate even talking about this right now because it just still doesn't seem real um, I'm going to share something that I've never shared before and I'll get to that in just a second in, concern, in conjunction with DMX but I want to talk about DMX first. Uh, we know his name was real. His real name was Earl Simmons. We know he went by DMX, Darkman X. Um, again, passed away from uh, on April 9th, 2021. I don't know if it was ever released as to what his death actually was. Some people say it was COVID related. Some people say it was an overdose. I don't know. Um, I know that um, DMX was... Um, just a amazing, amazing artist. Um, if you watch, I went back <clears throat> for like the third time and watched the Rough Rider Chronicles that was on BET. And man, it just watching that again is just so heartbreaking. Um, his family was a piece of trash, all of them. Um, and they did him no favors. Um, you know, Ready Ron, we know what happened. You know, tricking him and smoking um, a lace cigarette, and it uh, that that pisses me off every time I think about it. But DMX, yeah. but DMX, the artist was, I mean, man, uh, uh, it's it's like what we talked about with Mariah Carey. See, you would have to have to been there 
when DMX was in his, was at his peak, you would have had to un- be there to understand what this man really was to somebody like me being from the hood. Like, I mean, I know people romanticize about Hove, and y'all know I'm like the biggest Jay Z you'll ever find. But if I find one person that that is gonna look me in the eye and tell me that Jay Z was a bigger artist than DMX, I will probably punch you in the face <laughs> because. And I love Jay-Z to death, but there is no way in the hell that anybody can believe, especially then, that Jay was a bigger artist than X. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> you are wrong, and I have a million reasons why. But I'm going to actually go to you first, because like I said, I got some things I'm actually going to share in Concerns of DMX that I've never shared with a lot of people before. So uh, well, how did you take the news? I mean, I was pissed. Because I feel like DMX spent so much of his life like looking out for other people and just the people that were supposed to take care of him didn't. And then he lived this life where he suffered and now he was finally like getting back to like last year he was clean. He was doing his album and it just it's like right when he was getting everything back together, he gone, and I'm just, I'm mad that he didn't have the people around him that he needed to have around him. Agreed. Um, you know, I always remember moments when certain people pass. Um, I remember where I was when Aaliyah passed. I was at church when Aaliyah passed and the deacon just so happened to tell me and my wife that Aaliyah passed. And it was kind of like the way that he said it, it was like, it was in passing. I remember where I was when left eye died. I was at home and I was asleep and I was awakened by a phone call by a friend of mine telling me that left eye passed. Michael Jackson, I broke down. I was ironing clothes at my house, in my apartment when that news came across my screen, and and it's been and that and if you remember that, that was a whole mess in itself. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, uh, Prince! I I was at work when that came across the screen. Kobe, don't even get me started. We've talked about that on the podcast. Chadwick Boseman is I'm naming certain people that have like a certain significance to us, even though we know they're celebrities or whatever, but I was doing yard work. Now I've been trying to keep up with this ex news all, you know, you know, while he was in the hospital, I was actually out in the yard. I'm literally getting ready to cut my grass in the backyard. And my phone beeped. My phone always beeps. All the time. I have Bleacher Report on my phone. I'm a sports nut. Um, I will get to sports in a little while. but So my phone beeps like crazy all the time. My notifications is just ridiculous. And so my phone beeps, my phone beeps, my phone beeps, my phone beeps, my phone beeps. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I look at my phone, and I see like five news reports saying that DMX had died. And I just stopped everything I was doing, and I just sat in the yard. And I just broke down. And so my wife, she comes out. She was like, what is wrong with you? And then I told her. She she already knew because she knows how I feel about DMX. And <clears throat> which leads me to uh, what I wanted to kind of discuss. So for those who 
never knew this about me. When I was in high school, I suffered from depression. I never shared this news with anybody. Um, I, I suffered from depression. Uh, it got to the point where I almost uh, committed suicide twice. Um, the only thing that got me through was God, my my wife who came into my life a little later on, and DMX, believe it or not. And for those who know me, knew that I was the biggest freaking Rough Rider fan that you will ever find. <laughs> so in my in my room, how I had my, my poster set up. So I had like everybody that I liked on the wall, whether it was Timbaland, Aaliyah, uh, Jay, Nas, Wu-Tang, Mob Deep, everybody. Like that, you know, Mariah Carey, Janet. Like I had everybody, because, you know, a music nerd. I was, a, I was a nerd for music. So I had all my posters on three separate walls. And then I had one wall specifically dedicated uh, to the Rough Riders. And so, and so DMX was literally at the top of, was literally at the top of my, um, my wall for the Rough Riders. And then after that, it was Eve, Dragon, Swiss Beats, The Locks, everybody that was on the Rough Riders. I was such a huge fan. The first concert I ever went to was, um, it was the Bad Boy Tour, but DMX had performed on that, on that show that night. And of course, he stole the show. And then my, the second concert I went to was the Rough Rider Cash Money Tour. Uh, in 99 at the Palace. And man, it, it was the greatest show I've ever seen. This man DMX, and I kid you not, anybody that's ever seen DMX live will tell you, this man did a whole hour set by himself. No break, no water, nothing. He did a whole hour set by himself. No hype man, nothing. It was just him and the DJ. It was the greatest show I've ever seen. And if you would have had to understand, because he always ended his concerts with a prayer. Every I, mm-hmm. grown men, I'm talking about hardest of the hardest niggas, like was in that boy crying, boo-hooing. I mean, that but that was DMX though. That was that was how he was. He just related to me on such a personal level. Like you just felt everything that this man said on the record. We talked about his versus battle with Snoop and how pissed off I was that people didn't, uh, wasn't picking slipping. It's like there's, so I forgot what the song was that went against whatever. Whatever Snoop. it was, it really be no slipping. Yeah. I don't give, I don't care what record it was that, that Snoop was playing. Not for me, not beating slipping. Slipping was the song that got me out of my depression. That that's and that's not a lie, that's not make up nothing. That literally was the song that got me out of my depression. And you know, I, I still remember the first time I ever heard slipping. I think I played that song because that was when we used to, you know, I don't know about you, but I used to record videos. I still have my old videos on VHS right now of like world premiere songs, all of that stuff. I still got all of that stuff in storage. I still remember the first time I heard Slipping. I think I broke down when I heard it the first time. I think I rewind that video at least 17 to 18 times in a row. Because I was like, 
I was mesmerized by him being because you really didn't see that in rap too much. Like dudes just being real and being transparent. That wasn't that wasn't I mean Pac did it a lot, but I mean you didn't really have people really like giving themselves on a record like that. And and that's what DMX did. So he's one of my all time favorite artists. Uh I one hundred percent agree with you, Sean. People the people close to him failed him. Mm-hmm. How the hell don't you let that man get better? Um, I like uh, Ayanna Van Zant, but I did not feel like that fixed my life, helped him at all. As a matter of fact, I think it kind of made it worse. I know they patched things up, you know, years after the taping of that show, but I didn't like seeing DMX like that just because of what he dealt with. Mm -hmm. And I just... I don't know. I took I took that hard. I took that really, really. It took me a minute to really get over his death. I'm still kind of like, you know, still kind of not coming to grasp or with it still. But you know, it that really sucked, man. That really really bothered me. It still kind of bothers me right now. And they had his um they had his memorial service, um. Kanye West had them trash Balenciaga shirts. Yeah. I, I respect what Kanye did, but I'm them keep my comments to myself. I know, I know, son. I know. Listen, I shout out to Kanye for doing that, but them shirts was trash. I'm sorry, the designs was. It was I could have made that shirt. I'm not a t-shirt designer. I because I, I, you know, I, you know, I thought about it. I thought about getting the shirt because I love DMX that much that I would have bought the shirt. Then I looked at the shirt. I'm like, really? This is... That's what y'all... What? Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> but whatever. But, um, you know, rest in peace to DMX, man. That, that oh, God dang it, that sucks, man. I even hate talking about it. And then um, somebody shared the Back in One Piece video Hmm. I can't. I can't watch the video, Sean. I, 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 I think somebody shared it, and I just boohoo like a baby. I can't watch the video. I can't do it. I, I refuse to watch it. I refuse to watch that, and I refuse to watch Aaliyah's uh, "I Miss You" video. I can't watch those videos now. Can't do it. Nope. Not at all. So, uh, it, it wasn't just DMX that passed. Black Rob. Former bad like boy. right after, literally right after he remember he was in the hospital, he was in the hospital sending prayers to DMX, him battling his own health issues. He ended up dying. What the week after? Yeah. And then Shock G from Digital Underground. Mm-hmm. The week after that. Yeah. So it was literally back to back to back. And I know people really don't talk about Shock G that much, but if you only understood how big the the hump uh, the Humpty Hump dance was when we were kids, oh, it was a huge deal. Mm-hmm. And um, he was the architect for really uh, taking Pop to that next level as an artist. And if it wasn't for him, I don't know if we really really got Tupac the way that we did. 
So, um, so rest in peace to those three gentlemen. Um, man, that that was a rough that was a rough few weeks, just with those deaths in particular. So, um, yeah. So, again, rest in peace to them. All right, we'll like the move. We'll like the move. Have you been watching uh, NBA playoffs? You know I haven't. Why? <laughs> Why, Sean? Because I don't. <laughs> Why don't you care, Sean? Would you share it with the with the with the with the with the public that's gonna be listening to this podcast? Would you share why you don't care? This is in a, it's unimportant. <laughs> it's not. You sure? Yeah. You don't sound too confident right now. You okay over there? I'm fine. You sure? Mm-hmm. I'm egging this on really big right now. <laughs> I hope you know this. <laughs> so I did a YouTube video. Uh, I do. I, I have a YouTube page, uh, DJDI from FLI. It, it, it's a music page. It's chopped and screwed, but I also do uh, sports. And I just did this video a few days ago and in, in talking about the first round of the NBA playoffs. I'm going to continue to egg this on because, you know, when my New England Patriots screw up, I have to eat crow all the time. And so I'm going to return this favor from one Boston team to another. You know, I was looking at the brackets and remember Boston was in the plan. And I said, okay, let's see how well happens. And Boston won. And, you know, you know, Jalen Brown got injured. And I said, damn, that sucks. Even though, you know, I never wish injuries on anyone. And I said, you know, Jason Tatum, he's balling. And Marcus Smart is breathing. And, <laughs> and, and Kimball Walker plays on the team. And I said, okay, let's, let's, you know, and Brad Stevens is the coach. For how long, we don't know. And I said, uh, okay, um, let's see, let's see, let's see what let's see who's gonna face Boston <laughs> as the seventh, you know, they're the seventh seed. Oh. Shut up. Oh. B R O O K L Y N. So it's 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 uh thick. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's, it's, okay. A, stack, it's a stack deck. <laughs> Oh it's oh it's fixed now. Yeah. Oh, okay. I said Brooklyn, huh? Ooh. They're at full strength. Drug They're all healthy. Drug <laughs> I said KD Kyrie and James Harden. Uh-huh. Ooh wee. Ooh. I said, wow, that's quite interesting. So Boston gets the Brooklyn Nets in the first round. Mm-hmm. On my YouTube channel, <laughs> I said something about this battle. And I'm going to see if I can find what I said on this matchup. Let me see, let me see if I can find it. Let me see. I hope you can. So, <laughs> you a hater. <laughs> you know, and I'm only doing this, y'all. I'm only doing this because I Oh, I found it right here. <laughs> you know, I'm only doing this because my my co-host likes to pile <laughs> on the hate train that is the other Boston team that is the um you know the New England Patriots. Let me see if I can find what I said. 
Because I said something that was very, very funny. Uh, here we go. Let me see if I can get there. Where is it? Nope. I did start with the Eastern Conference. So let's go back. You can't Wait. find it. Don't even worry about it. Uh, no, 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 no. You know, patience is a virtue. Patience is a virtue. Oh, yeah. I think, I, I think I'm getting kind of close. You know. And, and, and the NBA playoffs, you know, the games have been great so far. Even though Miami got killed last night. They got destroyed by over 30. Miami ain't going nowhere. Oh, I think it's right here. Let me see. Okay, let me see. Yep, it's right here, actually. Okay, let me see. That's my first round. Let me see if I can find it. Because I'm talking about the Brooklyn Nets. Now, for those who don't know, I'm not a Brooklyn Nets fan. My team is trash, and that is the Detroit Pistons. They are hot garbage. Um, they suck, and we're from Michigan. I'm I'm so I'm so numb to Michigan teams being bad. My Pistons are not in the playoffs in the Eastern Conference, and I'm so tired of them being losers. Oh yeah, here it go, here it go, Sean. This is gonna be fun. Damn it. Okay, here we go. Listen to what I said. This is gonna be a sweet, ladies and gentlemen. This is gonna be a sweet. Now that James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving are all healthy, Joe Harris, of course, coming off the bench. Uh, in the seven-game series, though, I don't know who's beating this team right now. Again, I'll keep my predictions as my predictions um, uh, for the for the the, the, the rounds coming. Yes, he is. And he's been balling his out of his mind. That brother, that brother sound like he know what he's talking about. No, he don't. <laughs> sound like he need to stick to his day job. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Let's, let's be. I know you're a fan. You're not a fair weather fan. I respect that. But you can't tell me. God, I wish we was. I wish we were streaming right now. Where I can see your face right now. You can't sit here and tell me that the Boston Celtics right now we gonna win this series in six. <laughs> you say, say that again. Say that again. I want. I want to make sure you say that loud and clear. We're going to win this series in six games. All right. All right. Now, you do realize 
that I am your co-host. And if the Boston Celtics do not win this series in six, you're not going to hear the end of this, right? You do realize this, right? All right with that, because they ain't going to let me down. Oh, okay. All right. I love your confidence. I love your confidence. Your confidence is, is, is pretty awe-inspiring. Okay? All right. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, I don't know what the hell the Lakers going to do. The Lakers look terrible. Hopefully lose. They might. I don't. I hope they I do. I don't. They don't look good at all to me. Good. I. I. They don't look good at all. A Let part of me go sit down somewhere and spend some of his money. Did Did you Did you Did you see the flop? Did Did you see the flop, Jesus? I mean, per usual. I'm looking at Brian like. Nigga, I know you've gone Hollywood, but and he's so damn yeah. big. That's what makes it so bad. It's like you way too big for this. <laughs> right. I'm like, nigga, you need to stop. <laughs> like, yeah. stop playing. Stop playing. But uh I, I I I'm loving the playoffs so far. I'm interested to see what's gonna happen. Um also sports news. Um shout out to Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp is the GOAT. I don't know if you watched uh, Undisputed yesterday when this man got on the phone and called Julio Jones about not wanting to be in uh, ATL. It's one of the greatest TV moments ever. If you haven't seen it, it is fantastic. Oh, and the troll job with the Cowboys. Oh, it was such amazing television. I said, wow. This is the kind of stuff I love. So, uh, and we don't know if we might have the Olympics this year. Uh, a report came in through the Associated Press that said that, or USA Today rather, that they told the USA to not participate in the 2021 Summer Olympics. Why? COVID. Because Oh, I mean, listen. The whole, all of it is stupid. Why are we opening back up when everything is finally starting to go down? Why is the CDC telling people that we, you don't have to wear a mask if you fully vaxxed, but it's on the honor system when everybody and their mama know that the last thing America got is some honor, okay? We can find a lot of things here, <laughs> but honor ain't never been one of them. That is a fact. Not never. That is a fact, by the way. Um, And that's actually the perfect segue. Uh, we, we got a couple more things we want to talk about here. That's actually the perfect um, the reason why we've been away, why well, I've been away, honestly, um, I had COVID has struck my home. Um, both of my daughters ended up having COVID, man. I, I guess I'll explain what happened. Um, <laughs> and this just goes to show you, you can still do everything in your power to be safe and still catch the doggone thing. My my youngest daughter, Naomi, she's nine. She she gets in the car after I pick her up from school, and I always ask her about her day. Well, she gets in the car, and she's quiet. My Naomi is not quiet. Y'all don't hear her because my kids are are civilized, uh, well-mannered children. So y'all don't never... (laughs) So y'all don't never... I'm just playing. I'm joking. I'm joking. But anyway... uh, (laughs) um, No no stab. No stab. But... um, no, seriously. Um, she got in the car, and you know, usually when she gets in the car, she's her chipper self. Usually, is you know, just her chipper self. And so she gets in the car, and she's quiet. I'm like, "Are you okay?" And she said, 
Daddy, somebody in my class had COVID. Mm. I said, what? And she goes, yeah, and I I don't know who it is, but somebody in my class got it. And I said, well, were you near this person that had COVID? And she said, she didn't want to tell me yet, but she paused. And I said, okay. So she always, then she tells me, it's a letter in my book bag. Now, earlier yeah. the, so, so earlier in that day, I got a text from her school saying that somebody in her class had COVID. And if you got a letter in your book bag, that means your child may be, may be exposed to someone, whoever it was that caught COVID in a class. I said, you got to be freaking kidding me. So I go through her book bag because I always usually go through her book bag almost every single day. I go through her book bag and sure enough, there's the letter saying that she was near someone that possibly, you know, that had COVID. Mind you, her her teacher has also been out, but he didn't have COVID. And I thought it was her teacher at first. So I'm like, so then I got angry. And of course, not to my towards my daughter, of course. But the fact that I don't see, this is why I have trust issues. <laughs> I don't trust people really like that. And it's like, if you knew your child possibly was exposed to COVID, why the hell would you send your child to school to affect everybody people else? trifling. Yeah. Yeah. So we get her tested. Now, mind you, her and her sister shares a room. They share a room. Just bump bags, everything. So we all go get tested, I think, God, the next day or, or days afterward. So pretty much on everybody was quarantined. You know, just before we even got tested. So everybody gets tested. I come back negative. My wife comes back negative. Elijah, he comes back negative. But both my daughters come back positive. I said, of course, I just screamed bloody murder. Because, of course, we don't know how this disease works. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it scared me half to death. Um Praise God that neither one of my daughters really had any symptoms. My, my uh, Naomi, she she was sleepy for a few days and she did have a high temperature, but that was knocked out like days afterward. My oldest daughter hasn't had any symptoms. She had like a minor cough and that was it. But here I am sitting in the house. I, I tested negative. Guess who got all the symptoms? <laughs> Me. I'm like, what the hell? So... Um, so then this sucked too, because we were supposed to go to Texas on the 17th this month to go visit my mom. We were going to go spend a week. We was going to spend a week in Texas and me and my wife was going to spend a couple days in Dallas because we've been kind of exploring some options. I had to cancel the doggone trip. I said, boy, and do you know how hard it is to have to cancel plane tickets Mind you, it is five of us. Those tickets were like $1,700. Thank God we got a credit. But still, I didn't want to eat that money at all. Yeah. But, and and it's my mom. I wanted to see my mom. It's hard being away from my mom. It really is. I struggle with this thing all the time, being away from her, because I'm I'm the youngest. So I'm, I'm mama's baby. And I hate being away from her. I've been away from her for so long, it seems like now. And it just sucks, you know. And and so 
So then, just recently, my 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 oldest two, Corinthian and Elijah, they they go to the same school. They have to take these tests, these state appointed tests. They call them EOGs down here. And so they they was about to take the test. Now Elijah, he didn't have to take the EOGs, but my but Corinthian did. So, but in order for her to take the test, I had to go get her retested. Went and got her retested on Saturday, just this past Saturday. Guess what it said? Positive. Still? Still. So now I'm now I'm angry. Now I'm even more pissed off because now my daughter can't take her state test. And they, you know, they're working, her school is working to, for her to get exempt from the state test. Her grades are sensational, by the way. I have no because it's twenty. The grades is twenty percent of your final grade, but if she gets exempted, you know it's all gonna go away. She's an honor roll student. I'm not worried about her at all. But it's just it just pissed me off, <laughs> like to no end that we're doing everything we can to ensure the safety of our family mm-hmm. because of COVID, and yet and still we ended up catching COVID in the house, and. It's my baby, so it's like I can I, me. I don't care, you know. I care about me, but you you know what I'm saying. Like, if anybody catches it, Lord, let it be me. Yeah, not my kids, not my wife. Let it be me, man. Like I can't. I, I I've I've struggled with this, and so you know it sucks. Um, I just got tested again yesterday, and I hope to God I'm not um, positive. Cause God, if I'm positive, um. I'm going to kill everybody because I've been doing my part. I don't really go nowhere as it is. I go to work, occasionally go to church because it's back open and I'm at the crib. I don't usually, I don't like going to, I'll go to the grocery store and my wife loves going thrift shopping and Lowe's. But other than that, I don't go to too many places. And so I'm doing my part. I'm masked up. I wash my hands. I sanitize. I don't like I don't like being around. I didn't like being around people before COVID. <laughs> so social distancing is is not a foreign concept for me. Mm-mm. But it's just like, oh, I'm just tired of this, man. And it just goes to show, like like you said, uh, everybody opening back up now. Down here in, in North Carolina, we're pretty much we have the mask mandate unless you're fully vaccinated. But I have an issue with that. Because you know, as well as I know, that just because somebody says that they're fully vaccinated, we're talking That's about what I'm saying. the honor system. Like, come on. They've been itching and not wearing masks. And all they got to say is, I'm vaccinated. You ain't, they ain't got to show no card or prove it. Yeah. So it's a restaurant in, in Raleigh, down here, in Raleigh, North Carolina, that if you want to come into their establishment without a mask, you have to show your fully vaccinated car in order to be let in the building. Do you you. know people was petitioning to have this restaurant shut down because of that? Because they was going to walk in there and say they was fully vaxxed and then not show their car. Yeah. Because they not fully vaxxed. They just don't want to wear a mask. Yes. They don't believe in the coronavirus or it's just the flu. You'll get it and get over it. And right. then go infect somebody who is high risk and kill them. Right. Yeah, it's America. Yeah, you, we're really trusting Americans. I have you have have y'all not seen America? <laughs> like, 
I'm fully vaxxed and I wear two masks still. Hello, somebody. And I and once I get the results from this this next COVID test, oh I'm oh I'm signing up expeditiously. I'm signing up like that. Like I'm not about to play no games. And it's just like at first I wasn't gonna give get the get the shot, but I, I after after all of this, this kind of woke me up. I said, Oh, I'm about to definitely get vaccinated now. But it's just like you're trusting people to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Never trust people in this country to do the right thing. Ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. I mean, you had whole groups of people that was like, I don't care what y'all doing. I'm not wearing no mask. Really? Yeah. And now you expect people, these people yeah. to actually be honest about yeah. being fully vaccinated? Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. By the way, this is a free vaccination and people still won't do it. So you, you expect people to you know, adhere to an order of wearing masks is free to do and now you expect people to also be free to get fully vaccinated? Yeah, okay. Okay, sure. Sure. Whatever. So that is what's been going on here with with the vaccinations. Um, 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 you know, it was devastating, but you know, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. I guess we'll talk about uh, a few other things. Um, Derek Chauvin got his uh, comeuppings, I guess. I don't know how you felt about it. Now, now then, it was groundbreaking news that that actually happened, that he actually got I mean, all three I was, I was I don't know if I was, I wouldn't say happy, I was um, glad they finally did the right thing for once, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You know, I think that's the shame of it all, though, is that you're just like, yeah, he got justice. Now what? Yeah. <laughs> George Floyd's still dead. So yep. that's absolutely horrible. Yep. I mean, I don't want to be like joyful that they did what they should have done. Like this is, should always be the case. It's sad that we we have to take this one moment as a victory for them just literally doing the right thing. Not anything extra or like extraordinary, just the correct thing, and we didn't even know if we were gonna get that. Yeah, um, it's just I don't know, man. I, 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 I finally, and then the, another part of me was just like, too. I don't want to say too little, too late. It's just like, it's like it's almost like you anticipate it happen because that same day you had that uh the situation with that young lady what was it Michaela Bryant? Yeah. I mean honestly I only feel like that he was even really convicted is just if if he'd been found not guilty the world would literally be burning right now like it was so big it could be nothing short of that anything short of that was going to like result because we already on a powder keg and that just would have yeah. been like the last straw agreed and i i watched it did you watch the trial 
No. Good. I didn't either. I can only take so much idiocy into my into my system. <laughs> because I mean, with this- the pandemic, it's just like mental health wise, I was like, I can't handle it. It's I know that's already right. on edge with like the pandemic and then everybody being on top of each other and not being able to get all outside, not seeing your family. It's just it just was too much. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't watch it. For for those reasons, yes, but also the 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 loopholes and the and the way that they was trying to defend Derek Chauvin, carbon monoxide. It's like a special place in hell for like um, defense attorneys. <laughs> I just, I mean, I understand, like you know, in theory, defendants need. Uh, someone to represent them, but I feel like some people just should just be left out there. Like, there's no way in hell I would do this. Like, I'm not gonna get up there and say maybe it was carbon monoxide when I literally like everybody seeing you with your knee on this man's neck. Like, I'm not gonna do that. How? How? How do you sleep at night? Agreed. I just couldn't believe some of the stuff that because like I like like you, I didn't watch it, but when I was reading the reports of the defense, I couldn't believe the le- the links that they went through to defend this man. The mother the, the, the forensic examiner, that bastard, why do you have a job? Why? But his, days like that. His rationale, I was like. What? I was like, what? Why do you have a job, sir? Why? I could the forensic examiner, I just couldn't believe it. I said, this motherfucker right here. Wow. And that was that. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Um, that was funny, but I and that was that. But I do want to end on a funny note because we didn't talk about this, and I want to get your thoughts on this. I I don't mean to pile on. I love us, but some people it's just not for us. And this will be the last topic, and then we'll we'll get on out of here. We didn't talk about Stacy Dash. I almost forgot about that till I looked at <laughs> my phone. <laughs> not her trying to come back, girl. Bye. <laughs> Because I, 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 I wanted to ask you about no. this so bad. I really, I was like, oh, be I'm no ask for about me. this. <laughs> Super no for me. It's going to be yeah. like still go to hell for me. You don't want, you don't want her back? Nah. Stay. No. Mm-mm-mm-mm. No. <laughs> Not even a little bit. No. <laughs> she had an interview a few months back where she came out and she talked about wanted to come back home and denouncing the Republican Party pretty much and saying that a lot of the stuff that she was saying, she was saying out of anger and how she's being blackballed from Hollywood because of her political stance. It's like, ma'am, you knew what you was getting yourself into when you aligned yourself with those people. Oh, it took the insurrection. You know, we did have an insurrection. I don't know if you remember what happened that day, January 6th, 2021. You remember, you remember that? Insurrection? Okay. Anyway. Sean, can you hear me? Look here. 
I think I, I, I think Stacey Dash did that. I'm a blame <laughs> Stacey Dash on that one. I don't know what happened. I looked and I'm like, what happened? Dang, can't even talk about Stacey Dash without without anchor being like, nah, son. <laughs> but anyway, that and it was funny because I was just about to wrap it up. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to wrap this up now, and boom, boop, whatever. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, that's going to conclude this uh, uh, episode of of the Y'all Have No Idea podcast. Sean, I promise we won't take this long ever again to record. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it took it took a while to get uh, get us back informed, but we'll 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 be back informed, y'all. Especially when Boston loses in the first round of the NBA playoffs, we'll be back Later. with uh, did the, did with the another... Lions. I mean, did the Pistons make the playoffs? No, I know they suck. Honestly, okay, <laughs> see, I can admit that my team is garbage. My team is complete. Have been trashed for several years now. I just like to pile on that. How, how many chips does the Boston Celtics have? Seventeen. 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 Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. They ain't gonna see seventeen for a while, but that's cool. That's cool. You know, I know we only have three. You know what I'm saying? But it's cool. I just like to pile on when you know teams that I really don't care for. You know. <laughs> Don't make joining it, so. you in in, in in purgatory. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, man. Yeah, we're going to Disney World. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, but that's gonna conclude episode fifty nine, y'all. Um, I was gonna say social media shoutouts, but we 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 have our own YouTube and I mean not YouTube, soon YouTube, hopefully, but Twitter and Instagram at y'all have no idea podcast. Please hit us up. We got some followers. Thank you. Thank you, y'all. We really appreciate y'all. And Sean, is there anything you'd like to, to add to before we wrap this up? Uh, my baby looked beautiful at prom. She did. She did. I'm glad. It looks like she had a, a great time. Yeah, she did. I mean, I, I was cracking the hell up. And my brother. Yes. He's a fool. <laughs> Had me cracking up. Hey, but I understand. I completely <laughs> understand. And then Antoine busting out the door like a damn bodyguard <laughs> in that initial video. I was, I'm at work cracking the hell up, like dying laughing because I thought it was just the funniest thing ever. I'm like, yeah, I, I feel that. That's because I. That's how I'm gonna be. That's how I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be crazy and like have a strap or nothing. I ain't gonna do I don't wanna make the young man feel uncomfortable, but but that that that's I, I get it. I get it, you know. But I'm glad that she had a good time. What's what's so what's what's the next step? What's her plans? What what is she gonna do after? Um she's gonna go to Mott for a okay. year and then she's gonna transfer out. She hasn't figured out which school she wants to transfer out to yet. Okay. Is is she talking about moving away, like moving out after? She thinks so, but she can't take care of herself. She <laughs> dang, needs me. Dang, dang, D- thank, thanks, mom. <laughs> she needs me. Oh, isn't isn't that? Oh, isn't that something? It translates to you don't want her to leave. <laughs> <laughs> no, she needs me. Not no, nigga. <laughs> translates to you don't want her to leave. <laughs> You think you slick, <laughs> but that no, that's that's all good, man. That's all good. I, I love to see, I love to see our, our young people do do well for themselves, and I gotta prepare for Elijah next year. I'm not ready for it. My wife is ready for it. She she thinks that she's ready for him. She to leave thinks she's ready. Yeah, 
I mean, the, the only thing she hates is him on the video game making all kinds of freaking noise because he's a gamer and he has an all online account with his cousins and stuff playing the PlayStation. And yeah, he can he can be loud, but he's a B. I get it. I did the same thing when I was a teenager, so it doesn't bother me. But yeah, she thinks she's ready for him to leave, and I'm just like, oh, okay, sure you uh-huh. are. Yeah. Uh huh. Wait, wait, wait till he say, "Mom, I'm gone." Yeah. Okay, you'll be crying wolf. But anyway, um, so that's what's up. That's what's up, man. Um, but you know, that's part of life. You know, that's part of life. So, but uh, that's it. That's it for the. Uh, that's it for this podcast. Uh, again, check us out. Y'all have an idea podcast. Hit us up. Twitter, Instagram, Gmail. Hit us up. Uh, we will catch y'all next time. Pretty soon, hopefully not months, but pretty soon. And uh, that's all I got. And that's it. All right, peace. peace.